Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Flux to Pose, the 147th, if you're counting. I know we are. I am Jason. That guy is Lucas Rose. Greetings, friends. And we are happy to have you here. We are recording live, sort of, on the Monday, the 16th of January, 2017, on the docket today. We have IRL. We'll have a What You Plan an overclocked remix. It is Netflix Asian Night. Uh, we're talking about Lucky Number Eleven, a title Lucas thoroughly enjoys, and uh, <laughs> that'll wrap up the show. I don't think we have any community grab bag Ola for you, but hey, that's all right. We don't mind. We can roll with the punches, and we can we can uh, you know freestyle a bit. You know, free. Sometimes that's the way it goes. Free ball, as the kids say, but that might be a different conversation. Altogether. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Pardon my typing. My frantic typing. You can't hide it anymore. You've joined the true. the mechanical keyboard race, and you are forever doomed to. You'll be like, oh, I'm typing so lightly. Luke, he'll never hear. Oh, he hears. What type of switches does that have? Do you know? Uh, I think it's knockoff MX Greens. Or browns. I think I have. I think I have browns. I think because browns were like a good mix in between, if I remember right, between like red and blue, if I remember. But I either have brown or or red. I think. What about cherry? Mm, I think that's a thing, right? That is a thing. Cherry. I think they're cherry red is usually what they. Mm, I see. That's how they're described, you know. But yeah, I might be wrong. Lucas, you know, we've had we we haven't done our in-person conversation, but we've had our web conversation. Do we want to roll out the beta preview, the the Flexipose consumer experience? Uh, sure. I mean, sure. Tell the audience what they want. <laughs> so, everybody, we, you know, as we've done the show now, as, as we had talked off the air, and I, we mentioned a little bit on the on the podcast. We've done this show coming up on uh, three years now already, which seems crazy when you think about it. I mean, we're we're rapidly approaching 150 episodes, but our first episode was released in uh, February of uh, 2014, and uh, you know we thought each year, you know, the show has changed a little bit, and it's you know it's evolved or shifted or restructured, and so as anything continues we it's just the nature of things so we you know we sit back and you know our as our lives change as our times fluctuate and change you know we thought you know do we want a we always say okay do we, do we are we having fun doing this do we want to keep doing this and then b what do we like about this what we don't like so uh i think it's pretty safe to say that you know we and we don't consider ourselves this so if you're sitting at home listening to this or in your car or what if you're doing you know, sean's probably renovating something um, you know, don't think that, don't be offended to agree with this, but we, we, we know that we are probably not your premier destination for, for late breaking lots of things. You know, we are definitely not on the, the bleeding edge of video games any longer since neither of us like to spend money. We don't really own a current gen system and we don't buy new games. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. If you want an opinion on a game from like 2014 that we're just getting around to playing, we can probably be your guys for that. Um, and we're okay with that. You know, it's fine. We do see the occasional new movies, but you know, as far as, and as far as like games and, 
you know, we've always thought of ourselves as a gaming podcast, and we still like games a lot, but I think we're not really going to... Why did I... What am I hitting? I keep hitting something metallic. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Stop breaking your stuff. So we just... We want, we, I think we're going to, we've decided we're just going to fully embrace a vibe that this podcast has always had. And we want to be your hangout podcast, you know, you know, yeah. you no, know, no pressure. Just, you know, you, you're just, if we want you to feel like, cause we always feel like when we record this, that it's us just hanging out talking. And we've, we've always hoped that when you're listening, that you feel like you, you know, who we are, that we are we're real with you as a listener and that you are right there on the stool next to us, not the toilet, but the bar stool, you know, <laughs> and just hanging out, throwing down a, a good beverage and just having a good time. So that's what we want to encourage with this, um, this podcast. And I mean, yeah, we, we're going to talk about a lot of free ranging things still. We might still have focused discussions. I mean, Netflixation will still be there. Maybe it'll have more prominence here and there depending, but you know, we're not going to try to, I think most importantly, we, we always, we, we typically always enjoy doing the news, but for a lot of the time, you know, it was us not really caring about it and then looks scrounging around the last minute to kind of throw things, something together. And a lot of the times it was only something that Lucas or myself had seen from the first time. And that's not really a fair opinion where we're just giving an initial impression or pretending to be, well, let's face it, we pretend to be knowledgeable and a lot of things we're not. <laughs> anyway. It's what we're based it's, around. It's part of our allure, I'd like to think. But, you know, we want to, you know, we want to try to, to change that a bit. So you might see, you know, episodes might not be as long as they typically were. We might, you know, we might only be an hour long podcast now, a little more easily digestible, but you know, we're just going to go with it and see what happens. If we don't like it, we can always change it. And Hey, if we get sick of doing it, we might just say, Hey, screw you guys. We're done. We're packing it up. We're shipping out. We're taking our ball and going home. That's right. So, well, uh, you know, let's see what happens with it. I think, yeah, I think we're both excited about the changes, and I think we both felt we needed to mix things up a little bit. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, this is all going to roll out in weeks' time. Slow change, I think, for the most yeah. part, except for maybe the time, maybe the um, length of the podcast might start yeah. honing in more on that one-hour mark, or, or yeah. give or take fifteen minutes. But yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, just we're just trying to focus down more on stuff because we felt a little bit meandering. Yeah, just to sum up everything that you have put in, put out there, and we hope you guys are okay with that. So, if not, too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with that said, shall we do a little IRL conversation? Sure, talking about the sure. things in life that we've experienced that we want to share. With you, the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, boy, you know, I don't. Uh, man, not not a. I I don't know. I've had I had a really just kind of. I I think back on it. And I probably had a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I had. Um, did we have a? I don't think we had an appointment this past week. I had we did we did attend a breastfeeding, um, class on Wednesday, which was very informative. Actually, learned a lot of stuff really like really glad we did it it just really helps just give you more of a mindset and more prepared for things to come um yeah i don't i'm not gonna bore people with details about that but if anybody if you're curious feel free to message me or something and i can talk more about that uh i i will say that we that was the one class that we wanted to do and we we just couldn't make it work and we kind of regretted yeah it's the breastfeeding uh, classes 
Okay. Yeah, it's just the one, so it was nice, nice in two hours, and it was like it was just really like the the woman who was doing it, which was a nutritionist, and now she's a lactation um, professional or expert. You know, I can't remember the exact term, but it's just the way she her presentation, the way she spoke, just was really easy to pay attention. I didn't feel like I was in a one hundred level one hundred college introductory course, falling asleep in the back. <laughs> you know, so that was this is the boob. Yeah. <laughs> so that was quite refreshing. And, uh, man, other than that, you know, I had that. And um, my mother-in-law was over um, during the weekend. Um, I mean, most of the things that took up most of my time will co- I'll cover in uh, what you plan. But, I mean, I didn't have no, you know, major hiccups. It was kind of just good vibes, man. Just letting it roll. Nice. Sometimes nothing happening is the best thing that can happen. I agree. Stress-free, just kind of go on autopilot for a little bit, yep. think about things, yep. slow it down. Well, uh, let me take the helm here for a second and tell you a little bit about what is what I'm drinking in my glass right now. Mm. Uh, because we did a little experiment. We, we uh, Danette and I, we were grocery shopping, and uh, we were going around. We shop at Aldi, um, and we were going around. And uh, they have this section... I haven't really, I don't, I don't think I've been to any other Aldi ever, so I don't know if they're laid out similar. I'm sure they, for the most part, are. But they have this section next to the freezer aisle where they just store random crap that you can buy. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, stuff yes. they don't, like, if the other stuff they have is like, kind of, like, like in between, like, where there. the eggs and the milk are and, like, the refrigerator, like, the dairy, the refrigerated. Um, that's at least where. Oh, I, oh I think no, no, there there is some of that there okay, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where they have like their nice cheeses and hummus and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. I know what you're talking about. But there's always no, like, this there's is like the dry end, stuff. Okay, there's an end cap always right there though. They always have a, a hodgepodge of dry stuff. But either sometimes it's name brand or it's like some of the weird <laughs> German stuff. Yep, yep, that's kind of more what I'm talking okay. about here. And in in this display, now we get a full aisle of it at ours. Uh, it's across from, you got the freezer on the outside, at the very outside of the store. And then on that very first aisle wall uh, across from it, you have like, that's where your seasonal stuff will end up. The weird German delicacies, I guess. Um, and then like you said, sometimes every once in a while you'll see name brand stuff there. Uh, but they had this this wine there. And I was looking at it because normally their alcohol is all in the same part, which is at the front of the store for us. Um, so I'm looking at this wine, and it's called Winking Owl. Have you heard of this? Yep. Yep. We had okay. um, my brother's wedding. We bought uh, a whole crap ton of that for it. I've uh, had some at home before, too. <laughs> uh, what kind did you have? Um, I think I've only had their their whites. I'm not a huge fan of uh, okay. uh, of darks anyway, but I think I've had their their Moscato. I've had their Riesling. I think I've I think I've had uh, one of their Merlot. I take that back. I'm pretty sure I've had a Merlot from there. Before well, you got too. the lucky picks then because we had to choose from three: um, Pinot Grigio, which I've never really drank; yeah. uh, White Zinfandel, which I've never I think, really. Drank. I think I've had that too. Um, this is their, I think they call it their pink Zinvind- Zinvindel, Zinfandel, Infidels. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm imbibing currently, Jason. So we see this, we see this thing and, you know, it's like three or $4 table wine, mm-hmm. you know, nothing, nothing too bad. So we are like, Hey, you know, I'm not expecting a lot, but, but, uh, three or four bucks. That's not bad. 
So we're like, all right, let's try this out. And uh, I, I got to say, it, it does not taste like any wine I've ever had before. Let's put it that way. It is quite an intricate uh, display of, of uh, I mean, it's not, it's not the worst thing I've ever drank. Like, I'm still drinking it. Um, it's definitely, um, I've had worse beer. Worse beer that was more expensive and trying to be good. Uh, but it has a very, I don't know artificial taste i guess to it or something i guess i, I don't really drink wine nearly enough Mm-mm. at all so um me either the stuff i've had from that i was like oh this is fine this is great yeah it's not it's not too bad but i normally drink a a darker a darker style wine because i like the uh the i like to pair it with a steak or something and that always goes well so uh jeez look at this guy just like, drinking my red wine with my my fancy <laughs> steak no it's right um, he's gonna be texting so, me after the show and be like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta look into selling my kidney. Man, times are tough right now, and <laughs> I need some wine." <laughs> um, so yeah, Danette just texted me earlier, and she's like, "This wine is terrible." So it looks like I'll be drinking the rest of that bottle because uh, I she's very picky about uh, what she ends up yeah. eating and drinking. We were hoping to get and, rid of a bunch uh, of ours because we've had a couple bottles. And we were hoping to get rid of it when I had family over, you know, a few weekends ago. But my grandparents yeah. bought like five bottles themselves, so wasn't really Dang. wasn't really any chance to even five bottles costing you eight dollars. <laughs> no, they brought. I don't know where they get their. There was all their own stuff. Oh, they got their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, winking owl. It's quite a. It's quite a time. I would, I guess, I would call it the Zima of wine because that's kind of what it reminds me a little bit of, or at least this style. Yeah, this style. So, uh, and then of course you know this already, or at least most of it. Uh, the big, the big story for my of my life last week was vehicle issues, Jason. Yes, I know you love those. I do. Um, so my my wife, she calls me at work and she says. Uh, cause she was, she was, I think she was about to leave to, yeah, that's right. So she was about to leave to class. She throws the, the car in reverse and all of a sudden she hears, hears this clud, this clunking noise. And so she's like, huh, that's weird. She got like halfway out of her parking spot and then she lost power steering. So that was the main concern. So she calls me and she says, Hey, uh, you might have to drive the car back home because I can't without the power steering. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I set up that I would have um, Michael drop me off there so I could pick the car up at like 8 o'clock or something yeah. like that. Um, so then we, we were talking about it, and she said that all the dashboard lights were on when the alternator went out as when as as this time now. So I thought about it, and we we talked about it, and her dad said, you know, maybe you shouldn't drive it because that means the alternator is not getting power, which probably means your belt broke or something. Now I just changed this belt. So I'm thinking that doesn't seem right. <laughs> so I said, we talked about it and I said, I don't know. I, I feel like I should just go there and see what, see what's going on. Cause it's going to bug me all night. Anyway, we might as well go check it out. So I go and check it out. Sure enough. There's a, there's a, um, you have like idler pulleys that just kind of keep the belt, going along its path as it um as it goes over the alternator your power steering pump and just delivers kind of power to all that stuff Mm -hmm. um and so there's these little idler pulleys that just kind of help continue it along its way one of them just fell off randomly (laughs) so she was she was backing up and all of a sudden she heard this thud well that was 
the um the pulley falling off and then the the belt going slack so the belt was fine when we got there the big problem and what ended up being the issue throughout the entire time was okay now we got to figure out how to put this this pulley back on because the pulley was laying in the middle of the driveway so we found that but no no nut to go on the bolt that holds the pulley the pulley to the engine now I'm looking this up. I'm trying to search this on the internet on my phone as we go to AutoZone because that was the closest store to us. And like, how do you how do you find that out? You know, like, what's the bolt size of the idler pulley uh, right. nut and all this? Uh, like, you get you always end up getting no matter how specific you get with your Google searches about your car, you'll always get unrelated. Like, if I I was googling Nissan Pathfinder. And I would get Nissan Xterra and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. So needless to say, we we end up doing the shotgun approach of like, well, let's buy all. It's got to be somewhere between here and here. So we buy all these metric uh, nuts to try to fit on the bolt. And we find one that gets close, but it won't thread back on there. And so we ended up having to leave it there overnight. And then I, I came back and I worked on the car in the middle of her work day. <laughs> Of, of this school she works at a school so i'm in this uh elementary parking lot in the middle of the city you're the stalker husband yeah yeah and i'm like i'm just you know think thank goodness i can get under the car without having to jack it up because otherwise i don't think i'd have been able to do this so finally i talked to her dad and we kind of figured out all right i just need to get we have it almost honed in it's just the the thread what they call the thread pitch, which is basically just how if it's a wide thread or a, a really short, short, narrow thread, um, it, it was wrong. So I went through to a different AutoZone, got different things I could try, found the right one, slapped it on there, drove it around. And sure enough, everything was fine. So I could breathe a sigh of relief knowing that uh, I avoided like a $40 part that I would have to buy because you can't just buy the right nut that goes on there you know you have to buy the entire pulley kit Mm. that comes with the bolt the nut everything so (sighs) it was a bunch of busy work a bunch of stupidity but uh and of course you know there's like no room for your hand to to go in there and work on the car so it's a pain in the ass yeah we got it fixed so i could breathe a sigh of relief all right that that was two days of fun basically but i was expecting three so and uh, thankfully, her mom was able to come over. The only reason why I was able to do it was her mom came over and watched Isaac while I took her car back and forth to AutoZone and over to the car to find out what works. And, you know, ended up still costing me 15 bucks until I go take back all the crap that didn't work. So, <laughs> uh... but I guess I can't complain. So, yeah, putting that man card to use. Put my limited selection of tools to use. I got this like one ratchet set that I ends up. That's like all I need. Just one ratchet set with sockets. I'm good to go apparently because that's fixed pretty much everything. Every problem I've had. So perfect. <sighs> Car stuff is fun. Car stuff is always fun, man. But got it fixed and now she's back on the road. So. Hopefully nothing more, nothing more horrible can happen. It better not fall off again. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Just right. driving down the road and right. <laughs> goes flying. Patui. <laughs> but uh, that's it. So I, I, I uh, yeah. If if you don't have anything else to add, then 
I just want to say that I am still well on my way to fantasy hockey domination. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean that thing I haven't been trying very hard at? Undefeated. Pretty much just gave up. <clears throat> well, you're, you're, um, your goalie has been giving you a lot of, a lot of points, if I remember correctly, hasn't he? That's why you draft Carey Price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say there's definitely some, there's, uh, there's, some, there's a, a big drop off in the league if you look at yes. that points. I mean, I've scored 1,200 more points than your team. I know. That's absurd. Well, and I think I think there's two problems happening um to a certain extent. I don't think we have enough teams. Yeah, oh, we definitely don't have enough. We definitely don't have enough teams because it's really easy for it's really easy for one team to have for, for single teams to have multiple talented players. I think I yeah. think we should have people performing a lot better, but I think we had, you know, some people that are, that tried, and then we had some people that said, "Oh yeah, I'll play," and then they haven't been back since then. <laughs> right, right. Well, we have you, which yeah, you're twelve and zero, and then my wife is ten and two, who's only lost to me. So that's that, that speaks about her team. Yeah. Her team's really good too. And then the next, the at, in third place is six and six, which is which is friend of the show, Kevin. There you go. He knows what he's doing. To a certain extent, a fifty percent win, yeah, fifty percent average, yeah. and then me at four and eight, three and nine, and then finally one, one and, and eleven. 11. It doesn't matter because I've been in <laughs> there. It is. I've been in this position in our in our hockey league in the past, and I lost in the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Just like it just just matter. as the PSVG playoffs showed us that you can be number one all season and you can still lose when the time comes. That's true, but at least here we are playing different rules, so yeah. you won't you don't have to rely on one particular category to to get you through. And mm-hmm. since goalie almost always, you can have a goalie shit the bed, and it, it in the the previous way we were scoring, it would affect like four winning. Uh, four points basically. Right. So, here at least it's just overall total accumulation of points. Total accumulation. You're good. Uh, let's go into what you playing. Oh. That's so fitting. Uh, I think the only thing I want to I want to talk about this week is I I mentioned it on the show last week as I started watching it, but. Uh, uh, awesome games done quick. 2017 ran until um Saturday night this week. Um, and man, it was it was pretty awesome. I I watched more of this event than I ever have in the past. In total, they've raised uh 2.2 million dollars for the Prevent Cancer um foundation. So that is pretty sweet. Oh, and wow, I shouldn't have gotten here. One of their sponsors, one of the big sponsors, is uh, uh, the Yeti, which is a T-shirt um, site, and mm-hmm. they have these. They always have some like these um, limited edition shirts to, and a theme of the event. And each year, I okay. always like, oh, I'm going to buy one of these, and never do. So I just, I just went on their site to see if they're still available, and they have these two awesome Zelda shirts. 
One is uh, <laughs> one is um, one is the hero of time. It's a green uh-huh. shirt and it's like a close up of the master sword, and the other is a wind waker, which is really cool looking too. Oh man, I want to look at these things. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeti. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn, those are cool. That one's like a tapestry. Yeah. Only eleven bucks. Damn. Yeah, that's the other really cool thing about what they do is they're only they're cheap they're very cheap and last chance i might have to buy one of those because <laughs> those are cool see i like shoot i like shirts like this because they're not just like they don't just throw the cover of zelda on there or like the logo of breath of the wild or something you know what i mean like they actually put art on there and sometimes you don't even know what like some passerby might not even know what it is, you know, and I like that stuff that doesn't call out what it is necessarily. So people don't just immediately go, Oh, there's that guy's fallout Four t-shirt or whatever mm-hmm. you see Nuka Cola or something. And then they're just like, huh, never heard of that. That's weird. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I think these are all like uh, artists, you know, artists created and they show up on there. Oh, and God. So, do you want the Do you want the Sanic Gotta Go Fast shirt on the, that looks like it was drawn by a third grader? <laughs> I, I might. I, I just oh might. Oh my god! Uh, so I'd get it, but it's in white. <laughs> so there's there's a bunch of you know cool stuff from that, um, but you know it, they made they raised a ton of money, which is awesome, and uh, I saw some really cool runs. Like um, there was a really cool um i'm trying to think of some of the highlights i saw which was probably um there was a super mario there was a mega man um original mega man run with four four runners two playing mega man uh the u.s version two playing the japanese version that was just cool um there's also a mega man six run and the mega man x one was that was a race too that was really cool Super Mario Sunshine was cool there's a uh, wind waker one that was pretty cool i didn't get to watch the super metroid one this year but then there's some random, a lot of rather crazy stuff that goes on too, and I'm like, it's it's just insane the amount of practice that they have to these guys have to go through, and then just the precision at which that they're able to to platform through things. Like I was watching a guy play like Castlevania, like Symphony of the Night, Castlevania, which was nuts, or what was um a Katamari Damase one was pretty cool too. But um one that you might appreciate, there's a Sunset Riders one. And the guy was playing Ooh. the Super NES version of Sunset yeah. Riders, and he beat that. It was like 18 minutes, so what they went through, but just and it was pistols only. He had used um, that was like the the donation incentive is that he could only use pistols. He couldn't use like the the shotgun weapons. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which are a little bit better for that game because you have a spread. Um, yeah, but it's just it's just so cool. Like I, I don't know because a bunch of people from my oldie server were watching too, so we'd hop into voice chat and check those out and. Oh. This is really cool. It was really fun. I recommend it for. I think that it'll be coming up in the summer. They'll have summer games done quick, and I mean, it always goes to a great cause. And it's just insane that they raised that much money because they were like at, um, they were like they just hit over a million. It took like the first five days to hit a million, and then on Saturday they they passed their previous total from the last event, and then like just on Saturday they raised like a million dollars. It's damn nuts. 
So nuts. But That's crazy. Awesome cause. Congratulations to everyone involved. I definitely recommend you checking out next year. And that's uh, all on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash GameSumQuick. It's really cool. Really nice. cool. So um, other than that, you know, I, I, I still dabble in um, some games on the 3DS here. I've played maybe a couple rounds of Overwatch. We've played some awesome knots. You know, haven't watched um, anything important, really. I'm kind of, uh, I finally wanted to, like, I'm not going to play Skyward Sword, but I finally kind of want to know the story, so I'm watching, like, all the cutscenes. Like, it's a two-and-a-half-hour video on YouTube. So oh, I started wow. I started yeah. watching that. Just It's, like, all the cutscenes and all, like, all of, the, like, some of the dialogue scenes. So I'm just <laughs> going to go through that to finally kind of get the gist of the story um, in preparation for the next Zelda, so... You know, does that work pretty good? Like, you don't feel like you're missing anything? Or well, I, I I've always wondered. Well, I, here's my thing: if, if if it ever comes out, like I could buy it for the Wii U and play it, but I, in order to really play it, I'd have to get some legit controllers because mine just don't control very well at all. So I am thinking, why am I going to spend you know twenty dollars? It's either I don't even remember how much it is. It's a uh, Skyward Sword. I think it's like thirty dollars maybe on the Wii U eShop. <laughs> Or the Wii, it's the Wii eShop, but it's accessible from the Wii U. I can't remember. Either way, I mean, I'd be spending sixty bucks on an old game. It just doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm really hopeful yeah. that uh, the Nintendo Switch somewhere down the road, we might see a like. There you go. We might see like an HD <laughs> remaster of that game. I really cool. I'm, ho- I'm really hopeful that at some point we might see all the Zelda games playable on one system. So that's what I'm hoping for, and then, I, then I would, I would still definitely play it. So. The Ultimate Legacy Collection. 20 games, one si- I don't know if there's 20 games. One system. You watched the Nintendo Switch. Well, we watched it together. Yeah, I mean, we can the talk Nintendo I mean, Switch, I, we can talk about, get our both impressions of that really quick after your what you play. Yeah, or? yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um, well, mine will hopefully, basically, I caught up on a couple of shows that I had been watching, mm-hmm. but, well, the one, Always Sunny, just came out with season 11. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we ended up, uh, Mike was like, hey, do you want to watch Always Sunny when I come over on Friday? And I was like, sure, because we were just having a catch-up day. We weren't, we, we haven't really done any work since um, before the holidays, so we were like, well, we always need a day to tell all our dumb stories and and everything, so he was like, do you want to watch Always Sunny? And I was like, sure. So... We we pretty much watched every episode except for the last two, which was a two-parter anyways. But, man, I love that show. Like, I forget how funny it is sometimes, but it's just so absurd. And the the idea of the show that these characters will never learn anything because they're too stupid. And they are always trying to get ahead of one another because they hate each other so much. And yet are constantly stuck with each other because nobody else likes them. Like, you wouldn't think that would... We were, uh, Mike was uh, mentioning, he was like, you wouldn't think it would work for 11 seasons, but it uh, it does. So, uh, really enjoying that, uh, especially since there's been kind of a drought of TV for yeah. me. You know, it's, Everything's been so serious, it's been hard to watch. It's funny you bring that up because I've, I've been thinking about getting back into that series. I'm pretty sure I left off on season three. Like I have, mm-hmm. I have seasons one, two, and three. I think on DVD somewhere, and I think I stopped watching. I never watched all of season three, so I mean, with it all on Netflix, I've always thought, like, man, I need to. I'd like to invest in some time and start going through that show because I, I always I thought it was hilarious. So, 
It's a, and it's nice that it's a shorter show yeah. too. It's not like a forty-minute thing where you have to sit down. Right, right. And uh, you know, uh, same thing with uh, comedy Bang Bang. I just on a whim, I started watching this again, and uh, because they they announced their final episode or final season, I think season five, uh, recently, and so I was like, well, I should you know finally get caught up, which was also be beca- was also because. Weird Al was the new um, band leader host person instead of Reggie Watts. Oh. So for season four and five, I think. Oh, nuts, nuts. So yeah, I got. I was like Weird Al. I gotta see that. So, but I, I've always liked the show. It's just it's. Um, well, Danette can't stand it if I have it on. That and Always Sunny, both of them she hates. She's like, I get why you watch it, but I do not want to watch it with you. Uh, so I don't know. I just always end up. Uh, passing on for, you know, something more serious or whatever. But Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, you know what? I just feel like watching, again, another 20-minute show, really easy to just kind of watch one after the other after the other. So enjoying that as well, getting getting caught up in that. You know, Um, we watched a movie. You you say that, you speak about another 20-minute show I want to go back and do. It's like, man, I want to watch Adventure Brothers again. Oh, yeah, I know. I need to, like, I watched that when I worked at uh, DK, and I just sat down and, like, binge watched it at work and uh i feel like i need to go back and start from the beginning again yeah because i remember it i remember a lot of the first season but then it kind of gets hazy um the the farther in i get but i what are the two minions isn't it like minion 43 and minion 44 or something like that i have i have uh seasons one and two on disc and i just i just see my sunny yeah i do have seasons one two and three of always sunny um yeah I, I, I wish that would, I, that's the one thing I that sucks about uh, Netflix and not having you know Cartoon Network and Adult Swim stuff anymore. Yeah, I really yeah. It sucks about Hulu has a little bit of it, but not not. Uh, I, I hate Hulu anyway, but not um, some of the stuff that you would normally want. As far as I could tell, anyway, a lot of their newer shows are on there, um, which I'm not. Some of them I I'm okay with, but a lot of them seem to be not quite what i'm looking for um but uh we managed to watch a movie we watched it today actually um i just threw on kung fu panda 3 because i saw it was on netflix and I've, i loved the first one i thought kung fu panda was great second one was okay um not quite as good but i heard good things about the third one and i i agree i actually think for for a kid's movie first of all that is on number three and still retained all of the the cast, the original cast, That's and impressive. are still getting, yeah. And, and I mean, J.K. Simmons was the voice of the bad guy. Oh wow. Um, there's a he finally Parker. finds his. <laughs> yeah, that's all I could think. Or or the guy from Whiplash. Um, all I could we think. We can't say was, that on of, this podcast. True. Um, yeah, his 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 rants were a little too, a little too uh, mean. It might make you cry. Uh, there's a father figure, and Brian Cranston is the is the voice of the the dad. So, you know, star power for sure for a kids movie. But uh, it was just good. I don't know. There's there's just like that appeal of the of the um, of all the different kung fu masters and everything. And I don't know. They they weave simple stories, but they're interesting because of the characters and the the freaking environments are beautiful dude so i don't know it's a really it's just entertaining really easy to just throw on and 
not feel like you have to pay 100% attention to get the gist of it. So really enjoyed that. Um, and then pretty much the only game I really played was doom. I, uh, streamed a little bit of that on Twitch and, uh, you know, nobody gives it. <laughs> if you don't stream every day, nobody's gonna show up. Nobody gives yeah. a shit if you're streaming. As usual, so. I wake up the next morning and go, "Oh, Lucas played uh, played games this last night." Yeah, that was the other thing that I was like, I went to bed early a lot this week, so that really, if I don't if I don't stay up, you know, past ten, I'm probably not playing any games. So, yeah, that's hard to do, and that's hard to get a, a good what you playing list if you're not if you're not staying up late, but it's probably better for you in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> you probably added another year to your, your life. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, just enjoying that and getting through. I pretty much like, like I said, I pretty much play one level at a time. So this last time, man, this last one I, I did, you can see the, the video. If you go to my Twitch page, which is Twitch TV slash heavy metal riff, I think all one word. Um, if you watch that video, man, holy cow it's the first time you go to hell in the, in the game. And I've always, I've really liked the level layout so far, but this one really confused the shit out of me. So there's a lot of like me trying to figure out what the hell to do. And I bet if you cut that out, it'd be like 10 minutes of me going, huh? Huh? I was just here weird. Or like clicking Tate, like turning one half of a, of a turn and then opening the map up to see where the, the hell I am now, as opposed to right. where I just was a lot of that. Cause the, the map is uh multi, it's a 3d map. So it's multi-tiered and there's a lot of like having to manipulate the map to figure out where you're supposed to go and stuff. It's a really nice map system. It kind of reminds me of Metroid or something like that, but in 3d, uh, but it, it can get a little confusing um, when you're trying to figure out, it doesn't always relate to you exactly how to get somewhere. Like if you have to jump, the, there's just black space between the jumps and stuff. So if you got a lot of those in a row and then you realize, oh, you're going upward as well. So there's some verticality, vertica- verticality yeah, to the to the maps as well. So there was just a lot of, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and then, I, you know, what 20 minutes later, now? oh. Yeah, exactly. I got that so. just from the demo a little bit too. Like yeah, well, there's a little bit, and the the environments are really detailed. So you kind of like, oh, what's this glowy thing over here? Oh, I can't interact with that. Oh, what's this thing over? Here? Oh, that's a door that doesn't <laughs> open. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you kind of get used to it a little bit. But this was the first one that gave me much trouble. But it was also the first one that had a, a lot of fighting. Uh, there's some new enemies in that one that are that'll kick your ass. So uh, quite a challenge. Huh. Quite a challenge. I'm also I'm also trying to collect everything I can the first time through because I'm probably not going to play it again. I'll probably just move on to something else. So like I said before, unlocking stuff, you know, I want the best advantage by the time I get to the last level. So I'm going to get as many of those uh, upgrade points as I can. Yeah, but uh, other than that. Other than that, uh, you know, like you said, awesome knots, and that's about it. <laughs> Sausage knots. Sausage knots. Like that game, man. Those those come from behind wins. We had like three of them, despite our teammates' best efforts. That's right. Or sometimes our best efforts. Usually, it's our best efforts. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, the Nintendo Switch. Then I guess. 
Yeah, so there's the big uh, Nintendo Switch event in uh, Tokyo, which aired uh, at 11 p.m. for us here in the Eastern Time Zone on Thursday night. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we already had the reveal, but you know, Nintendo came out now and gave us a release date, a price, some details on the system. I look at some of the games, I look at what the system can do, and then they followed that up with a Treehouse event with some live streaming of uh, you know games and stuff that was coming from their event in uh, New York. Um, I think we can both agree that the presentation itself was pretty rough. Yeah. A uh, uh, little weird. Those translators. Yeah. There's that. And then, you know, just, I think there's a big, um, cultural divide too from East to West and what, how they present things because, you know, the, Oh yeah. Nintendo, no, little to no fanfare. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Nintendo hasn't done a, a stage presentation since like E3 in what, like two years, I think. At, oh, at I least. haven't thought about that. So they and then you, you know, it's not they're not very exciting. You know, they stand and read, Present. say things, and then yeah. you know, so shuffle off stage. We can see why Get out of here. we can see why they do digital events. You know, like their directs and stuff, which they are awesome. It's refreshing, but these are these are rough. So you know, it came out, gave us a price point two ninety nine ninety. You know, this is old news, probably again, mostly to everyone. Twenty nine ninety nine uh, releasing March third. Um, we got a detailed look at what the Joy Cons are capable of. You know, you can f- you can feel ice cubes with that 3D rumble. Best feature H what a, HD, HD HD rumble ice cube feature. Yeah, <laughs> you'll know their exact position within the cup, and if there's liquid in that cup, you'll know that too. It's like, what are we ever going to use that for? <sighs> I guess we'll find out whenever whenever you get to try it. You know. That's true. Um, kind of a dismal launch library, and you know, not a whole lot is coming out, um, except Zelda. I mean, really, they've confirmed that Zelda, yeah. Zelda is releasing Breath of the Wild, releasing March third on Wii U and um, the Switch. And you know, after you know, I, I took the whole event in and saw everything. I kind of, I wasn't. Uh, I was kind of like, huh. You know, I wasn't. I was excited. I mean, let's face it. I'd say the best part of that whole event was the Breath of the Wild trailer at the end. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've paid atten- awesome. I've paid attention to this game a lot ever since um, throughout its course here, and I don't know how much like if have you had watched the previous trailers for it. I think I've seen one. I think I saw one. Okay, like, way back when it first was announced. Okay, so this I mean no story elements yeah, at all. But this was like a really detailed look. It just looks massive. We have voice voice acting for some of the main characters now uh just looks nuts i mean it just looks so good i mean yeah that's definitely something they needed i think uh because mario they showed that mario uh how is it called uh and mario it's not odyssey odyssey, odyssey? no it is odyssey okay. yeah Mar- i think there's two words though Su- super mario odyssey that's what it is um or two words before that, as I was trying to say. And gosh, how? Why did they show like the first thing was him in like a real city? That is so jarring. Well, to apparently, me. that's going to be like a part of the game too. Ah, weird. I mean, maybe there'll be a maybe there'll be a reason why he looks cartoony in the real world, or why there is a real world. But yeah. it's a real like I didn't like it in Sonic either. I thought that was Sonic. Yeah, that's what that's weird, the so. comparisons people have made. Is like, why is Mario in the Sonic? Oh six hub world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So 
I mean, and then everything else is all bright and colorful. Then you go to this, the city, and it, it looks all realistic and everything. So, but yeah, they needed Zelda because other than that, they have because that Mario is not coming out until holiday two thousand. Yeah, or I mean like that's that. the thing. Okay, let's like let's look at. I've seen a couple. I don't. Of course, I don't have it pulled up, so I'm gonna go by uh, memory. Unless I can look at something here, we'll just really brief touch on the launch. Um library and everything um there's not a whole lot here so this will be really quick so <laughs> uh, right out the gate you're gonna have on launch day you're gonna have breath of the wild um okay. one two switch which looks like a fun collection of mini- which they did a horrible job of presenting during this yeah this thing. but it's the weird collection of quirky games think like tech demo for the system combined with WarioWare, basically skylanders mm-hmm. imaginators and just dance those are the only games that will be available. Those are the launch titles? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, um, but also available in March will be Has Been Heroes, I Am Setsuna, um, Super Bomberman R, Snipper Clips, Cut It Out Together. Um, so you have those <laughs> games. And then coming in uh, spring, we'll have Sonic Mania, Lego City Undercover, which I'm not sure why you're releasing that game again. Um, Arms, which reminds me a lot of We Punt... Uh, Wii Boxing, but obviously a little mm-hmm. more complex. It actually looks kind of fun. Um, and then in summer, we'll have Splatoon 2. And I don't remember. I don't think I see anything else here for that. Um, oh, excuse me. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is coming in April. Um, NBA 2K18 in September. Uh, Skyrim again in fall. And then <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey is dated for holiday. 2017 so will it make 2017 or will it get pushed to 2018 that'll be the question um i don't know i, I only care about two of those games out of that entire list the entire list okay what are they i bet they are zelda and i am setsuna it's an rpg nope. so i was i was just taking a stand nope. at it I was wondering. I was wondering. No, I liked Splatoon when I when I played it with you. So oh, I would be interested okay. in playing it on like this this system, just because the controls are a little bit different. But those are about the two that I would yeah. see myself buying. Uh, everything else, I mean, the other stuff, maybe if I was more interested. I'm not very ingrained in the Nintendo yeah. um, culture as much as you are. So a lot of that stuff I've never even heard of. But um, well, you- yeah, like that's my biggest problem is. Well, you, not a lot of games. You pick two games that you can get a lot of legs on, actually, because I mean Zelda's just True. massive, and the way they support Splatoon with um, DLC and things like that, if they do it like they did the first game, um, really expands the. At least it keeps it feeling fresh and, and keeps you, you know, coming back to it. So I mean, uh, let's just get our overall. Like after this event, I was just kind of like, huh. I guess there's not really a reason for me to own the the Switch. I'll just <laughs> buy Zelda yeah. for the Wii U. I I guess, and then. Um, you know, the next day they had the uh, the treehouse streaming. So we saw, you know, we saw hands on with arms, hand on, hands on with one two switch, hands on mm-hmm. with Zelda, hands on with hands on with just about everything, and mm-hmm. it just did a much better representation of these games, what they're like. Um, like one two switch. I mean, I'm sure it's going to get old fast, but those think games look fun, and it's going to it look like the the uh, like a total party game to have with people over. I could see having my family would play it. I, I showed it to Jess, and she's like, I want to play that. So it looks fun. You know, it definitely is approachable for people that aren't, you know, gamers, so to speak. And it'll, yeah. you know, it'll definitely reach to a, 
a larger audience. Uh, I didn't need to see Zelda uh, arm like I get. I saw arms that looks great. So after you know, I after I watched that, and then I was like, because over the course from the event until when, that day, I, I had I probably had a switch and a cart from a retailer at least three or four times at one point at a pre-order, and then I'd have <laughs> it in the cart. And I'm like, no, and I cancel out. I'm like, I'm not doing it. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, all right, I've got the money already set aside. There's this, um, I mean, that was part of it, but then I thought, okay, I want to play, you know, like Zelda, and, I mean, I could just play it on the Wii U, but if I had the Switch, and I'm giving the, the, the flexibility to play it on the TV, or I could, you know, if I only have 20 minutes before I go to bed at night, I can have the whole system in my bed, or play it. And then that's what kind of sold me. It's like, I want that. I want to be able to just do it. Because you know what? If my gaming time is going to be scrunched, at least I want, then I want a system that's going to make it super available, you know, mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So. It goes with you. Would you say that um, Nintendo switched your decision on whether or not to buy it? <laughs> they must, because uh, I, yes. I do I do have a pre-order. So I, as of now, I have a pre-order through... Um, Best Buy, and I have a. Uh, I finally I have Breath of the Wild pre-ordered through Amazon, so I could get their um, Ooh. their twenty percent discount. So I got that for like fifty bucks. All right, all right, very nice. I will be over to play it <laughs> on launch day. <laughs> so is it guaranteed to? Um, are you picking it up in stores? No, it, that's the um, that's the thing. They didn't have. Um, I couldn't get like that option was not even working on Best Buy. It would just error out, and I know somebody, uh, Justin, that's on the PSVG staff. You know, he lives, um, he lives about ten minutes from me, and uh, he has to go to like he got it to a pickup in store, but it's like fifty minutes away somewhere like Norton. And it's not, it's not Norton Shores, but it's something similar to that. So it's over like in the Muskegon mm-hmm. area is where he was able to get one, and then. Um, wow. The first time I tried it, the closest one was like an hour and a half drive away, and then it, nothing, it was nothing showing up at all. So I got it um, shipping through Best Buy shipping to me, and it says gear, delivery on March 3rd. So if I get it, great. If I don't, whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be heartbroken. Those days are gone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, got, I'm not taking the day off. It's a Friday. I'm going to work. I mean, if I what the- I mean, if I if I, if I get it on the Friday, that's great because I could play it over the weekend, and then at least I'd have like a week or two with it. Who knows? And then you know, I don't know when baby's going to be here, but it's going to be shortly after that. So, just looking forward to it. Um, I haven't bought a system at launch and since the GameCube. I think I'm pretty sure I got the GameCube on launch day. So, um, wow. I never have with anything else. So. I don't think I have ever. <laughs> so it's kind of exciting. So yeah, I mean the treehouse thing really, ch- you know, changed my mind on it. And there's definitely a lot of people out there that are like pretty sour about it, and you know, which is hey, I think every, I think people have every right to be because Nintendo kind of came right out again saying, hey, here's forced motion control, here's this, here's that. But for me, I was like, I want Zelda, and mm-hmm. I want a, the best experience of it. So I mean, if the, and I'll probably you know pick up Splatoon along the way again too. I'm not sure about Mario Kart, but I mean. Um, I, I got, that's what, that's what did it for me. And if it's not, if it doesn't, that's fine. If it does, that's cool too. But I think it, I think it speaks 
I think pre I think pre is pretty much sold out everywhere. I know Best Buy, I'm not Best Buy, but I know GameStop went through their whole official their first allotment of it. Um, Donnie mm-hmm. from PSVG, you know, he lives um, outside of Atlanta a bit, but he drove like an hour to his old GameStop where he used to live because he's got a he's BFFs, not not so much BFFs, but he's got a great relationship with that store's manager. So he had to set aside a pre order specifically for him. And he said when he went there, like when he went for the Wii U, there's nobody there when he pre-ordered and he got laughed at wow. same thing when he picked it up <laughs> he said when he got there there was like 30 people waiting in line and then there Jeez. was a scalper that like was there and brought like six people with him to order two of everything oh god and Don, he was like dude you're an asshole yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so that's the worst freaking scalpers. Yeah so I mean that's especially now that the pre-orders are sold out I, I mean I haven't looked I haven't seen the people have already you know trying to jump the price on stuff like that but I mean I'm glad I didn't Maybe I'm glad Nintendo I didn't waste my just mo- made enough right I'm glad I didn't waste my money on a an NES classic because otherwise that'd be money I didn't have to set aside for this so that's true I mean that's, that's the thing if I hadn't uh, hoarded my money for six months and I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have done this but since the money was there I was like well there we go and then I guess in the back of my mind that's what I was I was, I was always holding off on anyway so I'm happy with my purchase, <laughs> and I look forward to playing Breath of the Wild. I think the important takeaway here for you is that uh, you want Zelda in bed with you. That's the important mm. part. <laughs> Be my Kokiri lover. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. I, you know, I'll be interested... I, I will be watching from a distance to see if... Uh, uh, I definitely won't pre-order it. From anything, a distance... But- we are. I don't know the rest of the words of that song. <laughs> That's all you needed all you to need. know from a distance. Uh, you know, I'll be see. I'll see what the adoption rate for this yeah. thing is, and and how it goes. And I don't know. Like, I've always liked what Nintendo yeah, does. So I mean, it's not that. It's not Nintendo that Nintendo system. So. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, all especially over with you, with you're you're in that man. same situation where you're you're a primary PC player, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was looking up that I am Setsuna game, and that came out yep. on Steam. That, yep. I thought it was sound of familiar. The so. spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So, and plus, you know, if you're not, you know, an early adopter, you've got the best point too, where you can sit and watch, and then wait for a bundle or something to come along. You know, with maybe right. some a price advantage. So, you know, they're gonna bundle that with Wind Waker. Or Wind Waker, uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm really surprised they didn't have anything um, already, you know. But I think yeah, I read I read true. some articles and they said that they were really uh, they wanted to make sure that they had the system available at like that 2.99 price point. They didn't want to have to, even though you know people are going to buy games anyway. I think that was just important they didn't to come out and have it available at that price. Yeah, I guess we did should mention too that they did come out and say too they're going to have uh, a subscription service for internet connectivity. Um, friend codes are gone, so you know hopefully with a a paid subscription for the internet, I mean for their online features, you know it it works a little bit better. Um, voice chat has been confirmed, but it's not through the system itself; it's through an app that you will use on your smartphone. So that should be kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, that's I think I think that's all we need to say on uh, on Nintendo. Um, they're, sure, they're not dead yet. We know that much. So let's. Uh, <laughs> boy, should I mean should we try to hunt down a Nintendo specific OC let's remix? See the, let's see what's on the front page. Oh well, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. 
Link's Awakening, Metroid, Metroid, Link's Awakening. Ocarina. There are plenty to choose from. Hmm. Oh, we don't. Oh, another Ocarina of Time. Hmm. Mega Man Three, Rock My Socket. Rock My Socket. <laughs> Let's see what this one sounds like. I don't like that. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't much like that. I don't like that. Damn it. I blew it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, how about this? Why don't we just let well, let's uh, just let the randomizer do the thing. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> there's there's about a half a fifty percent chance that it's going to uh end on that yeah. anyway. So and we got Netflixation and a podcast to wrap up. Look at this. We said we're gonna only be an hour and we're gonna go over it already. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it real fast for you. Gosh, it always ends up like right between. So, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> Wait, we've already done this one, I think. What is it? Sonic the Hedgehog popsicle. I think we have done popsicle. Um, oh, this is the first time the wheel has let us down. I don't think my stat tracking's up to date, but I'm pretty sure we've done popsicle. I it sounds familiar. Okay, this one's much more manageable. Uh, gosh. Final Fantasy Eleven, Our Darkest Dreams by Blink, bl- Blank, Blake Incorporated uh, is our remixer. It features the songs <laughs> okay. Chrono Cross, Scars Left by Time, and You're Not Alone. So apparently, I haven't updated. Well, I haven't updated as... our song spreadsheet since November 28th. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, look, the, I need to go through and do that. Uh, so I'm not really sure why this. It must have a a crossover between Chrono Cross and You're Not Alone from Final Fantasy Nine. You're not it's alone. Nine, I think. You're not, not alone. Stupid. Uh, um, Final Fantasy Nine, huh? Our darkest dreams. Is that the one? You said. Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you've already kind of given. Uh, I guess our remixers Blake Inc. So Final Fantasy Nine Square 2000 PS1. Play it. Play it. Let's go. Lost so far from home. Tell me, are you friend or foe? Ever growing colder, I'm just an empty shell. Now all hope is gone Left in here to die alone Bad is still the shadows Where all is barren and bleak So help me break these chains Now it's time to turn the page Save me from the shadows I put my trust in you Come with me, my friends This war I can't fight
well, we weren't expecting some operatic singing rock opera thing in our OC remix, Jason, but hey, sometimes you sometimes you have to have these things thrust upon you before you know if you're going to like it or not. Kind of like our show. Hello! Haters going to hate and glory holders are going <laughs> to glory. Hate us because they ain't us. That's right. It's probably still the best Netflixation ever. We were so we were so. Hey, not sure I was expecting it was to be good. complete trash, and I think I still I kind of want to go watch it again sometime soon. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's a fun time to be sure. Uh, you know what else is a fun time? Netflixation. Netflixation, Jason. baby. Baby. This week we did uh, Lucky Number Slevin, Slevin, which Netflix described as this while checking out the apartment of his missing friend Nick Fisher. Sounds like a private investigator a drifter is mistaken for nick by thugs and forced to participate in a murder how do you feel about this description jason well it's not like having watched i don't i don't agree with the well checking out the apartment of his missing friend (laughs) because he didn't know his friend was missing and he wasn't checking it out he was invited to stay there and um i wouldn't really say he's a drifter either no 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 not at all he had a house as you will see in his And I wouldn't say he's backstory. forced to participate. He was forced to initiate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't like... They make it seem like thugs came and picked him up, threw him in a van. <laughs> there was a lady in the back, and they were like, Kill we're going to stab this woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going to sell uh, this I will video. say, it's hot. Uh, spoilers. Obviously, oh, yes, spoilers, always spoilers for this. Spoilers. And I think once you know what happens, there's probably not much of a reason to watch this. Um... So, yeah, once you I, – I guess what they do a good job of making sure you don't know anything about the movie really when you when you uh, read this and then go watch it since you kind of don't want to know anything before you go into it. Um, but basically, yeah, what, what really happens is this guy, uh, he is invited to his friend's apartment to go out and stay after his girlfriend, I think, or fiancé or wife. I don't know. One of those things. Uh, was caught cheating. Girlfriend. Uh, he he just came home. He came home early one day and saw his girlfriend there, banging some other dude. Well, he was doing most of the banging. But uh, so he says, "I'm gonna get out of here." And uh, he goes to what New York, I think it was. Yep. And uh, New York, and uh, he's invited to stay at his friend's house. And when he gets there, he is immediately mistaken for another person, his friend. Yep. And uh, then he spends about 30 minutes in a bath towel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they could re- they could have renamed this Slevin in a bath towel for 30 minutes, and uh, that would have been a little bit more the, His accurate. bath towel scene only is, is second to uh, – uh, what's the, the – uh, oh, gosh. What's the one where the Aragorn plays that hitman or whatever? Oh, God. Oh, uh, History of Violence or- – no, I think it is. I think it is history of violence, isn't it? Where he's like in that towel and that sauna, and he like kills all these dudes. Oh, I don't remember. But anytime I get to see somebody in a towel, I'm I'm pausing that and taking screenshots. No, yeah. what? Uh, so then he takes. Uh, uh, he takes. Uh, oh no, he gets he gets a friendship with the uh, the neighbor. Sorry, uh, and uh, no. she sees his who his dinger dong. And uh, so they become lovers, obviously. And uh, then, yeah, he he gets he gets uh, caught up, embroiled, if you will, in a Eastern, he said, Eastern she said, promises. 
was the movie. Oh, okay. I, I haven't about. seen that. I haven't seen that one. Um, before, yeah, before anybody says, um, actually, the movie was Eastern Prom- Promises. Right. Eastern Provinces? What did you say? Eastern Pro- Promises? Promises. Okay. <laughs> In my head, I had that little voice that said, I think you might have said Provinces. Uh, so yeah, basically this guy gets, uh, caught up in a gangster war because one guy's, one gangster's son was killed. He thinks the other gangster did it. I want you, you owe me money because again, they think he's this other guy. You owe me money. You're a loser. Why don't you go kill this guy for me? And then your hey. de- all your debts are repaid. Hey, forget about it. That's right. <laughs> Uh, I don't think anybody talked like that no. in this entire movie, except for maybe a little bit Bruce Willis. Uh, would you say that pretty much sums up the the basics of what everybody needs to know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had watched this years ago, and I had kind of, well, I didn't really, I remembered like the one important part of it, but I didn't remember mm-hmm. all the steps that got you there. Okay, so you knew the big turn. Yeah. I mean, honestly... I think you could kind of piece it together. At least you know something's up pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. At least I felt that way. I didn't know the exact, like you said, the, the steps to get there. But, um, you know, it turns out it's a revenge tale. It, it has, these two gangsters were in charge of offing his uh, dad who bet on a racehorse named uh, Lucky Number Slevin. Or, no, Slevin. The, yes, the racehorse's name was Slevin, Slevin something. Slevin something, yeah. Um, and since he couldn't repay him because he thought it was a sure bet, he couldn't repay the debt, and they killed him to make a to make an example out of his family, including he, they were supposed to kill the boy, but uh, that was Bruce Willis's part. But he did not. He let him live because he realized, what the hell am I doing? Uh, but then also still, he had a turnaround, but still was an assassin for some reason. He just didn't want to kill a kid, I guess. So. Instead, he decides to to basically spend 20 years of, of his life uh, helping this kid get revenge on these two gangsters. Is They kind of gloss over that part, but that's kind of what I'm assuming happened. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the likes here. Jason, why don't you get us started? What did you like? What was something that you liked about on the second watching um, on this movie? You know, I still like... Um, I don't know. I still like the movie pretty much as a whole. I like the way it unravels. I like how it, it's kind of a, a, like I see what you have down here and it's kind of what I was going to want to do. I like how it's an exaggeration of your typical, um, it's like an exaggeration and a characterization of gangster films with, you know, with, with the two warring heads and tower, you know, tower buildings directly across from one another. Yeah. You know, no, yeah. both afraid to leave for fear of death from the other, you know, things like that. Um, I, I like how Very graphic novel. Yeah. And how each one has like their, their, their thugs, you know, like um, the boss has, what was that? Slow, slow and Elvis were his two head cronies. No, I think wasn't slow. Oh yeah. 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 You're right. Never mind. Sorry. That's right. I'm right. Because the rabbi had, I never really got what the, what the rabbi's thugs were called, but the one guy was from, uh, this is where I leave you. Which we just and I just watched the other day. You know the bad guy from uh, Ant Man, and uh, yes, yes, yes. So it's funny. It's funny to that see that guy does not look any different, even no. though it's been ten years. He well, early male pre- pattern baldness, I guess, would do that. Yeah, 
That's true. You just once you hit twenty five and you're bald, you're just like thirty for about twenty. I years. probably got five years <laughs> left. But you can grow a mean beard though. Yeah, that's true. I got that. So I'll shave and my I'll beard. Migrated. I'll shave my beard hair and glue it to my head. That'll that'll be a good look. I have thank, a feeling. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to that. Let's see. Um, so Morgan Freeman played the boss, and Freeman. Ben Kingsley played the rabbi. Really weird um, so hearing him really with that accent. Names. Oh, I ben know, Kingsley. right? He did it. He. It was weird because it was like you said. It was a characterization, mm-hmm. but I kind of liked it in a weird way. Like even yeah. though it was kind of cheesy. Um. Let's see. I'm just gonna name off some of these people: Yitchcock, Yitchak, Dombrowski, Brikowski. Uh. Yeah. I can't tell. Bodyguard <laughs> one and two. I can't tell who. Yeah. Slow. Slow was the guy with the uh, the teeth. <laughs> and. I thought they were fake, but from what I can tell, it appears like, no, they've got to be fake. Yeah, they're fake. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, in this one picture, it's hard to tell because his mouth is slightly open, Mm -hmm. but he had these ridiculous fake teeth that made made him look like a a donkey, basically. He could never close his mouth because he had those fake prosthetic teeth in. Um yeah, the like you said, well yeah, like I have written down here. The the exagger- exaggeratedness of it, the graphic novel feel to it, the slightly there's parts where it's kind of cheesy, but I kind of got over it just because I could tell the feel of the movie was um was kind of like headed that way. It wasn't taking itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like the problem with cheesiness comes when they're trying to do something serious and it comes off cheesy. Whereas this is kind of like, Hey, I know how, I know how to have a good time. Um, one thing I liked about the movie was the editing. I really felt like the editing throughout the entire movie, even though uh, I had a little bit of a problem with the run length. Um, yeah. It mostly kept everything moving though. The way that they would match cut things with people like somebody would hand somebody a glass in a bar and it would cut to another scene mm-hmm. of somebody picking up that a, a different glass but a glass and it just kind of matches all together to keep the story moving. And I really thought that was a really good way to to edit things together to kind of pick up the pace a little bit. Especially when they have a lot of ex- they got a lot of explaining to do in this movie, so Right. Uh they do a pretty good job there. I also, I don't know how you felt about this, but I, I liked a lot of the acting in this movie, even though it was kind of, you know, like over the top and not going to win anybody any awards. I think for what it, for what they have to do, like what, uh, Ben Kingsley and, um, Morgan Freeman have to play as they, they do a decent job considering you would think Morgan Freeman read the script and was like, you know, you could you could you could be really over the top and goofy with it, but I think they tried to be dial it back a little bit to make it a little more realistic and mm-hmm. not so cheesy. I don't know. What did you think? Um, Lucy Liu surprised me as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially with the cast that you had here. I mean, you had a lot of pretty prominent actors. I think they all. I think it, no, I think it all did. I don't think it was no, even with dialogue and everything. I don't think it was all. No, I would agree with that. Uh, is there anything else you liked, Jason? No, not that, not that, that I haven't. Not that I need to mention. Okay, let's move on to dislikes then. Get any dislikes for us? Um, I the things that I I I could name off are kind of more than 
more of nitpicks, I think. Okay. You know, I don't think I'd, I could classify as a dislike. I, I guess I could say that the run length is a dislike. I mean, I could that could be a nitpick, but I think um, I'll get actually more specifically into that during the nitpicks. But um, mm-hmm. um, let me think. Let me think. No, I mean I can't. I don't know. I can't think of anything that I okay. really want to. Nothing that struck. Yeah, the thing, the the real difference between a dislike and a nitpick to me is if you remember the dislike so much that it was like it stuck out in your mind. Right. Like if you have to come up with it, then you know it's probably more of a nitpick, I guess. For me, the thing I disliked about this movie, one of the one of the things that really, like, I kind of felt brought the movie down Mm. was the last 20 minutes or so, maybe the last 15 minutes where they're explaining things. Um, There's some things it's not so much that they're explaining what happened. I'm, I'm fine with that because there were some parts in there, some gaps in the story that needed to be filled out. So I don't mind that. But what I did mind was the way that they were assuming that you were stupid about some things. Yeah. And couldn't remember what happened earlier in the film. So, like, there were parts where they would show, like, uh, a weapon or something that was used. And then you find out that it was this person's... It was... Uh, you you find it... You see another scene where this person is holding that weapon. And then they're like, remember how this was the weapon from before or something? I can't remember an exact example. But there was one thing I know for sure that they were like oh, this was this guy's thing. Remember that? And it's like, yes, of course I do. I just watched, I watched that 30 minutes ago or whatever. Right. So there were p- bits and pieces in there, w- which uh, I think will run into your nitpick, which is like, it didn't need to be 20 minutes of explanation about everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have covered a lot of it in like five, five to eight minutes and not, and cut out some of that, you know, over exp- explanation part. And uh, the, I think the runtime would have would have uh, done a little bit better because when there was about twenty or thirty minutes left, I was like, "How how is there? How is there twenty or thirty minutes left? Show me movie. Show me what you got." So that's right. Um, but yeah, I think that plays into your your runtime issue. So yeah, let's let's go into the nitpicks then. Okay. Um, well, first off, I I think the the related to the runtime that beginning really drags a bit. Yeah, and I—I I mean, it's kind of cool, like the little bit they have with Bruce Willis and that whole direction that takes. Mm-hmm. But you know, you've got all this backstory, and then you've got that, and he has to kill the guy, and then you got Josh in the towel for whatever seems like forever. Just a lot before, <laughs> like I, because really, I mean, I mean that backstory part about the kid is important, but really the movie doesn't really start to get going until he finally gets like picked up by the thugs. Yeah, I feel yeah. like so. I mean that that was just that's a little bit um, slow moving. For my taste, and then um, oh gosh, I what was the other one I had now? Um, oh, the um, the flashback sequences, or like when he was telling a story, or where where Lucy Liu's character was too, when it did like that mm-hmm. weird like slow motion twitchy. Oh God, where the frames per yeah, second went down to like, like the, ten yeah, frames. I, I, I couldn't remember. I, I at first I couldn't remember if that was the intention of the film or if I was having some like some bandwidth dropping. <laughs> I know, on right? my Netflix. Yeah. So each time I'd be like, "What's going on?" It was not fun to look at. No, that's for sure. I've always hated that type of slow motion. I think you see that more often in older movies. Well, this isn't really that old, but in um, movies from the '90s, especially, you see that really. It's like they. 
they wanted to do slow motion after the fact of filming it. So they didn't have it filmed at a high enough frame per second to have it look like smooth slow motion. They don't they don't have enough frames in there. So it just comes out as that choppy, you know, 10 frames per second or whatever. And it looks awful. It hurts your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And I hate it Mm -hmm. because I had the same reaction you did, which is good. What's going on here? Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. One thing for me was, uh, I still hate the name. I still, I think Slevin is stupid. It's like seven and 11 had a baby. What? And even though I know what the point of it now is, I hope is, someone named Slevin hears dumb. this and comes and punches you in the face. Slevin, if, if you're listening out there, your name is stupid and I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, it, it just sounds, it's too cute. Not not the name Slevin, but the the whole lucky number Slevin thing altogether. Too cutesy. I hate it. You're not clever. Shut up. <laughs> so oh. Oh it didn't ruin the new movie for me though. I I think I read somewhere it was called it was called something else in Australia, something very much on the nose, um, like the man who got revenge or something. Murder like that. for hire. So, yes, yes. So. I hope. I, it was closer. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. It was something like that. That's, un- um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that would be a really that would be a really uh, not memorable name at all. So I guess I would rather have this than that. But yeah. whatever. Well, uh, if, if there's nothing else that you can think of, Jason, one way or the other, let's get into some fun facts. Let's get into it. Let's get into <laughs> it. Uh, I, I only found one. There was a bunch of stuff on there, but I only found one. Uh, that I thought was interesting. According to the DVD commentary with Josh Hartnett and Lucy Liu, Lindsay's reaction when she walks in on Slevin with his towel open is real. Oh, my. The scene was scripted, but Josh Hartnett actually flashed Lucy Liu without telling her prior to filming. Some in the workplace would call that sexual harassment, but apparently it's okay when you're an actor because you're just being goofy. Silly. So he had a schlong hanging out. Huh. Bum, bum. That entire time. So when you're watching this, Pre-balling. you know. See? He's, Come, yeah, coming, still, coming up again. That's true. That's a callback, folks. So, it is. But we're going to edit it so that we'll have the, the other thing in there so you can remember just why that's a callback <coughs> in case you forgot. <laughs> uh, Jason, we had some listener feedback. Do you want to do us the honors of uh, lending your wonderful talent <coughs> to this to this man's <coughs> written word? <coughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. Um because we we because we we mentioned it, he had to do it. Uh this is on Facebook Called him uh, out. from Tyler. I heard my name three times, so here I am. Sorry I haven't been Netflixing it up with you fellas lately. Just been so insanely busy with all the work and family holiday jazz in the last few weeks a nasty cold stomach flu. One, two, punch. It's all in the mind Ooh. if you want to test me. I'm sure you'll find. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find. Um I also been watched all of Cheers, so that consumed all my downtime. I, re- I remember seeing Lucky Number 11 when it came out, but I haven't cared enough for a second viewing. Until now, I can see why I didn't give it a second viewing. It is okay-ish. A crime noir thriller that seems to borrow a little bit from every other movie, and to be honest, I have never been too much of a Tarantino fan, which the director of this seems to be emulating. It's quite Yeah, fun- I could see that. Uh, it's quite fun in parts, and however, I struggle on the score for all my gripes, as part of me almost gives a three, but I have to go with the final tally of two out of five. Oh, that was wonderful. Thank you, sir. 
yeah, I would I would agree that there is a little there is a little bit of that that um, style of over substance feel to it every once in a while, which Tarantino can be. I think he can be uh, accused of sometimes. But with all that said, Jason, it is time to give our scores of arbitrary numbers. Uh, Netflix's guess for me was a four and a half. I see for you it was also four and a half. That is, is correct. Is that correct, sir? That is correct. What is your final score on this <sighs> here movie? Um, Man, I could go either way here. Um, I'm going to go with the three. Ooh. I'm going to go with the three. And that was kind of a tough to get for me. Um, because I kind of, I almost, because you know, I still, even though it was longish, I still enjoyed it. So it kind of, it kind of made me want to give it a little higher. But I think if I, if I'm critical about the quips I had, the qualms and everything I had with it, I, the three is a better reflection of my, uh, my three, my feelings. Well, sir, I'll tell you right now, I agree on three because <laughs> <laughs> I thought about giving it a three and a half, but like you said, like. There's just stuff on there that I, I can't I can't quite I can't quite get over, but a three is still and I liked it on on Netflix and I did like it. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I think uh, you know you got to be a little bit you can't just go around throwing fours and fives at things just because you like it. You really have to get critical sometimes. And if I'm being critical here, I mean I'm glad I watched it. I thought it was entertaining, but do I need to see it again ever? No, probably no. not. So uh, that was lucky number eleven. We have another uh, request for net, ne- next Netflixation, Jason. So now you too can get out of having oh, to pick man. something a, like I did earlier. We're on a roll here. What we got? Tell me That's about true. this. Well, don't judge it by its name, much like n- Lucky Number Slevin. This is called Sing Street. Now, uh, a, a listener, Mike, our good friend, Michael, had mentioned that uh, this would be up my alley. Somebody was talking to him about it and he said, you should look up a trailer for it. And then I realized I actually have seen a trailer for this in a movie. I don't remember if it was Deadpool or something else uh, fairly frequently or fairly um, uh, in the last. Well, let's see. Deadpool was February of last year, wasn't it? So I guess it was a year ago. Yeah. Jeez. Never mind. I was going to say not too long ago, but I guess most people would consider a year long, long ago. So as far as movies are concerned. But anyways, irregardless, I have seen the trailer for this and I went, oh, yeah, I wanted to watch this. How is this already out on Netflix? But here it is. It's called Sing Street and Netflix describes it as this. In 1980s Dublin, Dublin. A teen whose family is falling apart transfers to a tough school where he forms a rock band to fit in and win a girl's attention. Now, this is kind of a love letter to 1980s uh, movies. So, you know, that whole coming of age type thing. But I've heard that it's pretty good. And I think Netflix agrees because it's giving me a five stars out of of, uh, five. So... That's what that's what uh, Netflix thinks for me. What about you, Jason? Um, it has a five out of five. Ooh, lofty goals, yep. lofty indeed. So, uh, yeah, that'll be our net next Netflixation, which we are doing in two weeks. Time. Two weeks from now. Yeah. Yes, two sir. Shows from so now. we'll do it. Sing Street. 
Watch it. Talk about it. Tell us your thoughts. That's, That's it. it. That's Netflix. All right. That's easy as Perfect. that. Well, there you go. So you've got uh, a couple weeks. Go ahead and give it a watch. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, hit us up on email, social media, everything else to send us your thoughts. Um, yeah, we got no uh, nothing here. We don't have any questions, comments to go over this week. So if you'd be so kind, we'd love for you to check out our Battle of the Beer channel on YouTube. Uh, we just released yes. a New Year new beer episode for you to enjoy. And in case you missed it, we also have a holiday holiday ales that you should probably watch as well. Plus a lot of other great content. And we would love to have you subscribe to the channel as well. Um, yes, almost to 100. That's right. Almost. almost. We're still making that. But not still quite. trying to make that push. Uh, yeah, feel free to follow our podcast on. Uh, we're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We're on Google Plus. Our episodes release on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or you can subscribe directly to your our feed. We'd love to hear from you and maybe even get a review. So, hey, on behalf of Lucas and myself, thank you, as always, for listening to the show, and we will be back next week as this episode has come to a flux to close. Ooh.